That is the second time we've started and you've gotten beer on my laptop well, when you open that thing. I don't know, man. Certain, certain, uh, I guess, brands are maybe a little bit more carbonated or fizzy than others. They should have carbonation, I guess, but yeah. My bad. You never know. Just sometimes you pop the top and... Wipe all this off now real quick. <laughs> Gotta put a, a spit shield or something on this thing to have at restaurants. <laughs> All right, we're good. All right, we're in the clear. This season is night and day better already to me than last summer was. From a competitive standpoint, when it comes to percussion sections, I think there's going to be five or six, maybe even seven really good drum lines and and piss. Yeah, I'm super pumped about it because I thought last year I felt like at the end of the year when we were at finals, we were walking around Uh like, man, there's... Like, a couple groups that are playing really well, but in general, like, if you think about the top 12, there were nobody that really clearly separated themselves or that you just felt like, man, this is awesome. They are playing phenomenal and top to bottom. It's just good, consistent. Crown, I think, was probably the most consistent last year, but they didn't quite, their book wasn't quite as beefy i think they suffered from what many groups have throughout the years and they just didn't quite they got the level of clarity you need to win a drum trophy they just didn't have the content the vehicle and that's obviously not on the performers but uh we'll get into crown and stuff in in a few minutes here but before we move move any further welcome everyone to the aged out podcast with your hosts mike fantini and evan worrell and uh make sure as always before we get going here subscribe to the youtube channel follow the instagram account um it's all aged out podcast find us on facebook uh, every one of those likes and follows and subscriptions counts. And I, I'll take this as an opportunity real quick to talk about the next plan. We've had multiple people throughout the lifespan of this podcast ask us if they can listen to it or download it anywhere else. And we're starting the process here very soon this summer to get on iTunes first. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking into different options to host the feed for us, and then we'll submit it to iTunes and they'll review it. And I don't see why it wouldn't get approved. Um, and then hopefully by the end of the summer, we'll be up on there and you can subscribe to it on your iPhones and iPads, laptops, whatever, and then automatically download it every time we add a new one. So be on the lookout for that and we'll give more information down the road when, uh, the ball is rolling a little more. Pretty pumped about that. Yep. Even my wife's like, you guys have to be on iTunes. I was like, (laughs) I know. We're doing it. Get on my face. Yeah. So (laughs) we knew we need to do it. Uh, we're finally gonna, gonna start that process, but just back to what we were saying, this there's so many groups that I that are already better. Like they came out of spring training and were just way better than they were the last season. And and Evan just said it. Like some, a lot of the groups we felt like didn't weren't weren't as good last summer as they normally are. And it could have just been building years. Groups could have had a lot of just like a weird like circle of life kind of thing. Like everybody's kind of on a building adjusting staff adjustments or Rangers trying to find their their lane. But now it feels like. Most of the groups are on an upswing. Yeah, th- um, this seems like we're as fans going to enjoy a nice payoff year. Yeah, and just have a lot of a lot of uh, fun watching all these groups excel and and get better every week. I was pretty critical of some people last year, and I feel like this year <laughs> it's going to be easier to just sit back and appreciate. Uh, yeah, a lot of what everybody's doing. Yeah, so let's so let's get into what we've seen so far. I went to the tour premiere in movie theaters and watched all those groups, and then last night. Uh, we watched on the Flow Stream. Uh, where was that? Uh, the the Minnesota, Minnesota show. The Minnesota show. So we watched all those groups that were there, 
and then we've been scouring the YouTubes to find as many lot videos as we possibly can. So I think what we're going to do today is just kind of start with last night's show, the Minnesota show, and go over what we thought of those groups. Did we agree or disagree with with the recaps and everything, where everything shook out, and then uh, get into some other overarching, arching, arcing, overlaying, I don't know, whatever, uh, themes. I'm not a wordsmith. <laughs> that, we're, that we're seeing this summer. Um, I guess we, we jumped into the Minnesota Regional after intermission with like Genesis and Up. Colts was the first uh, group we saw. Colt, yeah, Colts was the first group that we actually saw. Um, red Team, I guess that's what they're called, right? I guess. I think that's what people call yeah. uh, the red team. But yeah, they have been doing well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, better than they've they been have... doing better than some other groups. And uh, they're <laughs> having a good year for them. Like I think they're I think they're pretty happy with where they are, or at least I would be if I was a part of that drum corps. Because like you said, they're 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 beating some people. I think they beat Madison Scouts. They last beat night. Madison Scouts and there I know there was some information floating around on the internet, like, oh the last time the Colts beat Madison Scouts was like I don't know either early 2000s or late 90s or something like that. I was like, dang, that's been a minute. Yeah. So good for them. Uh, not so good for the Madison Scouts. But, uh, yeah, the Colts, the drumline, I think as I was, we were watching it last night, I was like, this is good, but not great. Obviously, there's still a lot of summer ton left. ton of summer left, over a month left. I think they're um, better than they were last year. I, yeah. th- I can already tell. I don't know if it has to do with staff consistency, but... Or member, or or they ha- or they had good retention from last year. I don't know. Well, we don't really know anybody that teaches there. I don't think. I think Benji teaches there and Ollie. Well, we'll have to ask them because uh, they had a good uh, returning member. Status. Yeah, because I think at this point, yeah, yesterday was what July eighth, seventh. Set yeah, today's the eighth. So July seventh for July seventh, I think they should be happy with where they are. Mm-hmm. I mean. There was some stuff they some some roles that weren't there and things, but again, like I just said, it's only July. It was only July seventh. The content of what they were playing is exactly uh, is good. Is a good uh, good vehicle for that group, mm-hmm. um, which I guess would take us directly into the scouts, who finished. They were went on next. Yep, right after the Colts, but finished after, behind the Colts overall. Well, what what's and the Colts show? The, the oh, moment? the Colts show was uh, called True Believer. They had all the beds. I didn't get it. I was kind of bored. Well. I don't get a lot of these shows, actually. That's probably a, a good continual theme <laughs> for me. I'm sitting here watching these shows like, I don't get it. Uh, but it was, I think I mean, drum corps shows are a lot more sophisticated in uh, a deeper intellectual meaning than maybe your average like high school band show that you get on the first read because the drum corps staff has an entire summer of critique to explain their show to the judges so that by the end of the year, it yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, which is a good benefit to the judges, but as a viewer, sometimes you're left like, I don't know what that was about. Beyond just not knowing what it's about, I thought it was kind of boring. They move the beds around. Yeah. They... There's literal beds in the field. It makes you want to get in one and sleep. They had some voiceovers, but I didn't really hear them. There's a lot of people with voiceovers. We'll get into that later, but... I just wasn't a fan of. The I show. did like that they had traditional uniforms. Yes, <laughs> I wanted to hit on that because we're gonna we're gonna harp on the uniforms because uh, at some point because there was there's so many weird off the wall WGI color guard craziness going on on the field right now and I appreciate that the Colts have a basic traditional drum corps uniform with a shako and plume and mm-hmm. and it looks like. Traditional uniforms. Looks good on the field. Yep. It reads well. 
Um, Let's go to Scouts now. Scouts. And that shark, goofball of a show. Heart and soul. So many voiceovers. I There's like... The, they're like medical voiceovers talking about like chambers of a heart. I don't know. They give you an anatomy lesson. They literally then... give you an anatomy lesson at the beginning of the show about the four chambers of the heart and talk about blood flow and all these things and where the where the blood moves from thing to thing. And it's like, who okayed this? <laughs> I don't mean to be blunt, but who? What? Yeah, dude. Like, Mike and I were talking, just sitting down and you're in a staff meeting and you're pitching show ideas and this and you're bouncing off ideas off one another brainstorming brainstorming and somehow along the lines they met with the concept of this heart and soul which i have no idea what they're trying to get across i guess like is it supposed to be a love story is it supposed to be like informative is it supposed to be educational <laughs> i don't really know all of the above it jumps around um and then on top of that met with the design of this uniform that looks like a terrible cosplay Spider-Man uniform. Yeah, it's like pink something. and magenta and red. red. I get it. The heart is red. Blood. There's like a heart. I understand. Print on there with like veins or vascular. Or something. It doesn't read well in the field. It looks goofy. The show concept is weird. So I, I don't want to... That's not on the members. That's not on any of that. That's just design team decisions that... It, it almost, I think you said last night if you saw that uniform, you would be like, can I... Opt out of my contract. Yeah, can I get a recommendation to a different drum corps? There's a can few, I get out of here? There's a few drum corps that I feel like that this summer. Like, well, I gotta it, wear this? I had the same thought watching that show that I had when I watched the Academy show last year for the first time. But I liked the Academy show last year better than this one yeah. because it was at least kind of funny. Like, and, I, I said the same thing to him. It's like somebody in a design meeting had to raise their hand and pitch this and every, almost everyone in the room had to go, yeah, that sounds that. great. I mean, in their uniforms last year, the scouts were off the wall. But at least they kind of came across a little bit aggressive, and they had that whole Mad Max kind of thing going, uh-huh. and it was gritty. This one was just like... I didn't... Dis- I By the no. end of the season, Madison's show last summer wasn't that bad to me. I actually didn't mind watching it. I thought it was just not that bad of a show. It worked It worked well. The uniforms fit as, as over-the-top as they were. Uh, it wasn't that bad. This year, I feel like, is a step in the wrong direction for them. From a yeah. show standpoint. Now, percussion-wise, I think they had all the same returning staff. Maybe a few techs different here and there, but the overall structure of the staff was the same. Uh, it sounds like they're... I feel like I would... Just like they were last year at this point. There's... I don't know if they're better than Colts, because Colts have beaten them in percussion, I think, a couple times this year so far. Yeah, in the, recap the last show, couple shows. That did they the, beat them last night? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. I'll pull it back up to verify, but... Pretty sure that they won overall, and yeah, they beat them in percussion again. By how much? Uh, point three. That's or not... point two. Okay. That's, yeah. I don't know. I I think it's not great that they're not separating themselves. The likelihood that, of them making finals right now, based on scores and some other groups doing really well, like Mandarins. I like their show, and I think Mandarins are better than they were last year. I don't think that that's going to bode well unless they do some overhaul design changes on the back half of the season here. I wasn't too keen on Madison's book. Uh, no. It's, yeah, it just seems kind of like random. Like I liked the Colts book writing a lot yeah. more. Like, it it's just much more Colts, musical. Colts fit book the show. Fit the show very well. It was very, uh, like you said, a lot more dynamic and had a lot of very open rhythms and a lot of mackerels, which I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. So I, I think that's accurate. I think the Colts probably should be beating Madison in percussion right now. Let's power through these here. Uh, next that we saw 
was I want to say Blue Stars went on next. I think Bob Bob the Builder. You know, terrible uniform. I feel bad for them because that uniform being so ridiculous is gonna draw. It's gonna detract from the fact that the show's actually musically and visually. I liked the music. Pretty good. The literature they're playing, uh, the source material, the arranging. Um, they those yellow boots. First of all, that uniform does not read well. No. On the field, because the guards were in the and same the guard thing, has they? the same thing. So there's no contrast visually. So sometimes it looks very just cluttered, cluttered and visually chaotic. Yeah. And it's hard to differentiate the forms from the core and what the guards doing. And then those yellow shoes are brutal if somebody is lacking in the foot timing slash foot technique area. Correct. Um, but I think those uniforms, unfortunately, are going to detract from an overall pretty good show. That there is a couple weird pacing things in that show. Uh, they have that drum break in the middle. Yeah, that it. was kind of weird. It was it just was very unsettling to me. I was like, I'm not sure what's happening. I feel like I'm in the it, middle of a ballad, but there's like this slow soul R and B jam going on. Yeah, it was. And I'm it, like, was uh, it was almost like the the horn line and guard disappeared and created like the frame of a WGI floor. Yeah, and it was like, all right, well now we just transitioned into WGI percussion for a 45 second period of time. That seems extremely out of place from everything else that was happening. And I'll give a shout out to another friend of ours who made this comment to me and pointed it out. But those tarps. So you have these digitally printed tarps that you can print whatever image you want. Mm -hmm. And they're on the field. Mm -hmm. But they're images of wood or something like what was their show what's the show what's their actual show title? The show I think is called The Future, The Now, and The Future Carpenter. So Whatever There's probably some deeper meaning. It's there. probably a painting or some poem. It's probably based on a poem that it's based off of. Whenever um, things are that weird, you're just like somebody found some piece of art and they're like, "Let's make a show about." Yeah, I mean, sometimes that works out really well. Um, but you, regardless, I like the music. But those tarps, it's like you got pictures of wood. Yeah, and their their percussion section to me felt felt like a definite step up a tier of DCI percussion sections. From what um, we were seeing from what, what From the scouts and colts before them. Like, it was definitely just the sound quality coming out of the drums. I will say, it seems like I felt like I could hear the bass line cut like crazy. Yeah, Their the bass line cuts, I didn't think the tenors, it since they didn't come across that great on the feed, uh, which some other groups did. And then... I thought like, I felt like I could hear yeah. the snare line better than I could last year during the show. More, A lot more of it cut. You could hear them better. They had some rough stuff. Because that was our biggest complaint about them last summer. They played pretty well. Just could never just, hear it. You could only hear them unless, if it was a feature. They were just buried by everything last season. All right, let's see here. Next up was the Crossmen. Thank you for your battery tuning, guys. Um, yeah, they had the best sounding drums of the four we heard at that point so far. Absolutely. And then opening bass feature, I was like, yeah, yeah, their bass line bring is it. the real deal. Bring it. Like, the real deal. Opening snare lick, was we both felt a little... Gray. It, it took them a few minutes of their show for the snare, for the snare line to settle, line in. To settle in. Yeah. Once That's... they did, there was a drastic change in the the clarity and the quality coming out of the drums. Uh, that happens a lot earlier in the season. You come out, you you have your warm up lot, you get all warmed up and everything and in the zone. Adrenaline's going and the then, hands. Then you have down. like a half an hour of downtime before you actually yeah. count off the show on the field. So sometimes early on in the season, it'll take you a minute or two. Unfortunately. Um, Especially when you're in a group like, and this is not to downplay Crossman, Colts, Blue Stars, but when potentially have younger members that have less experience in mm -hmm. your drumline. Yeah, it definitely took them a minute or two to settle in. But once they did, I think it was a good indicator of what's to come. 
because we were a fan of them last sum- last summer. I'm a fan of them this summer already. Yeah. That whole drum core, I feel like, I that that Dude, show. The, well, this was the first show that I watched. I was like, all right, this like I feel like I makes makes sense, and there's thematic things happening that I can pick up on. Uh, they this called the in between. They have the hourglasses. They have that form that starts out where it's kind of the course filtering through at an angle, almost like the sands falling through the hourglass. They actually repeat that later in the show again. I caught, I kind of catch it. I get it. There's a, uh, there's just cool stuff that happens. Um, I feel like the whole core for the whole core in general, uh, brass and percussion, is got a more beefy book this year. Yeah, because um, that was something we said about them. They got pretty clean if you go look at YouTube videos last summer, but they didn't have the content and difficulty. And I think that was intentional because they knew it was an all new. Was that it was second year Ricky and Mark were there? Uh, I'm not sure. Second or third. They're still in their early fledgling years of trying to build something there. And I think they were focusing on we need because clean is the best, most fun thing in the world. Yeah. Even if you're playing a little bit easier book than everybody else, if you're really clean, it's still super fun. That's going to help retention. So I think they might have intentionally realized, here's the talent pool we have right now. We need to do uh, do something that's going to allow us to be semi-competitive, but also give kids a great experience, get really good and clean by the end of the summer, get them all to come back, and then we can start ramping it up each year and then slowly start to raise some eyebrows around the activity. Yeah. They... They finished fifth at this show, but honestly, I thought that that should have been third place at the overall? show last night. Yeah, Blue Stars beat them. Yeah, Blue Stars and Phantom beat them overall, but I feel like as a drum corps, they were better than both of those groups. And they also were fifth in drums, which they are probably better than both of those groups in drums. Also, definitely better than Blue Stars. Phantom. I would has, say they're better than Phantom. They're definitely cleaner than. Phantom. I thought they were cleaner than Phantom for sure. <laughs> um. Phantom maybe has a little more notes, but, but again, it doesn't make it good. <laughs> I'll point, because of that, I'll point back to something that I've pointed out on here before. The uniform you're wearing, the name on the back of the jersey, basically, for lack of a better way to put it, can make maybe, it harder. And, like, can make it harder. They're the Crossmen, and they're Phantom Regiment. Like Early in the season, they're going to give Phantom Regiment the benefit of the doubt over the Crossmen. Because they're you're trying to... When you, when you take a group that, that hasn't made finals in a while and you're trying to build build it up, you have to destroy the, ex, the lower expectations in judges' and fans' minds by being consistently un, as undeniable as possible. Yeah, so undeniable. They, li- That's the they literally word. cannot put you below them on the sheet. I mean, granted, There's it was no- close between those. Between fifth and third and drums and percussion is .3. So it was just all point, pretty all point one across, pretty much between the three point of them. One point two is pretty close. Um, so that takes us up to Phantom, which their show was called um, "This New World." Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed. Those hoods. Uh, this New World, which I didn't get that show either. There's a lot of stuff going on that is like, okay, that was. There's that a was little, a moment. All right, that was. There's okay, a lot going on in that show at all times. But I don't know how any of it like fits together. And also they have 15 quads, which I don't know how that's thematic with this new world if they're trying to suggest that we need to do this moving no, forward. But no. no one should ever do that, <laughs> ever. Too many quads. Too many quads. It's never going to sound good. I'm going to say that. It will never sound good. I don't care. From start to finish, 
I'll say that moments... And they're like split parts between the quads. Like, moments might sound good throughout it, but I don't think you'll ever be able to get it to where all 15 of them play no, snare drummers the don't whole play quads. phrase. The whole phrase. I'd be mad as a snare drummer that I had to carry those things. It's like, I pick snare I drum gotta, for a reason. Yeah, so if I'm a snare drummer now, i got to take my snare drum to a lot, and i got to take a quad. And I have to learn to march with quads when I don't have the right developed muscles in my back to handle i got to learn to play quads. I can't play quads. I can't either. I can't do it. I mean, I can play eights on quads but that's probably it maybe that's why their snare book, some... snare book was dirty because they spent too much time learning to play tenors during spring training dude and then imagine playing on that mylar and then switching back to the kevlar oof Ugh. i mean i guess you'll figure it out the muscle memory but so still the core as a whole phantom regiment screamed one one word to me when i was watching it well not one word one phrase okay difficult but dirty yeah, that's was well, that's what it was last year. It was very difficult last year. It was very the tempos dirty. are super fast. The drill seems super it's hard. Aggressive. Tons of notes for the drum line and the front's going crazy the whole time. Like, it's just dirty. It's dense. You got to pick your spots. You got to pick your moments to ram and and do that. Like it's just so vertically thick and. You got to hit all. The, you got to check mark all the boxes, and I feel like the box they're missing right now is musicality. Correct, but I feel like it's almost as a result of being so many notes. It's hard to be that musical when you're playing that density of notes because you're just having to work so hard to play the music in general. Yeah, the energy and force required to get those notes out is just high. Yep, yep, I agree. I concur. Uh, second place, then uh, the Cavaliers. I like this show. I. Cannot remember the last time that I watched the Cavaliers show, and I was like, man, I just really enjoyed this. Last year, they did the Men Are From Mars, right? Yeah. And that show was fun. There were moments uh, I liked in that but show. But this show, I'm just like, I can watch it, and I can enjoy it. Um, there's a little kind of bit of a hokey part towards the end. Where yeah. They have, like, the guard, like, dresses or something on. Yeah, I don't know but what's going on. whatever. Uh, I can live with that, because the rest of the show is really good. Yep. I felt like their drums for their tuning last night was a little bit drier than I've heard them in the uh, snare yeah, voicing. Correct. Uh, which made them very exposed. But I also think that they have one of the better drum lines of the summer. Right Especially now, their snare line. Right now, their snare line is very, very good. I still hate their snare feature. Oh, God, the snare All, splits. I still hate it. Yeah. They didn't nail it last night. I've seen videos where they do nail it. And the tuning, the snare drum tuning is so good. Yeah. And it's as probably as close as I've ever heard that many snare drums be together when it comes to like from a tuning From an individual sounding the from same. From drum to drum yeah. sounding the same or as close to the same as possible. And it's still not perfect. Even when they, because every, people's hands are different. Every pair of sticks is different and produces a different tone. Like it's just. And, well, and been, even I think that like the, how well tuned their drums are hurts their snare splits because it's almost hard to tell what's going on. I mean, when you hear the splits, even on tenors or especially on bass drum, you can hear the voicing change in your hair and you can process it in your brain. Is Max still but, writing there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But everything's happening. They're like splitting islands and stuff and I'm like, I don't even know what's happening. Like, who's Leave right that. Like, they had a moment. Like, that snare feature with all the splits in it is t- kind of early on in the show, isn't it? Yeah, front half. It's sure. like a 30-second snare feature. I was like, you couldn't come up with something better? Like, Mac is a phenomenal writer. A writer, arranger, composer, whatever the heck you want to call it. He composes some arranges. Yeah. Whatever. Composer He's really arranger. good at what he does. It's written some of my favorite books of all time. I just... This split stuff from first snare lines just doesn't sound good to me. It's just... It's just trying to be hope. It's just trying to be different for the sake of being different. Yeah, I just don't like snare splits. 
But you had I, a 30 second snare feature. You could have written some of the nasty, most weirdest, rhythmically crazy stuff you wanted. But and I think, think they you have, have the a, best snare line of the summer. Right now. Right now, I think that they're the best snare line in DCI. Mm, I do. Might debate that. I'll debate that when we get to the All group right. I think might be up there with them. Okay. So, but despite the split, the complaints about the splits, the Cavaliers, this is the best their percussion section. Their pit is always very good. Their pit, they're just known for their pit and have been for years. But this is the best drum line they've had in early July, I think, in the last five years. Maybe since they won Maybe that, since the trophy in 2011, yeah. yeah. They just had like a, a really good battery blend to like when they're full yeah, I think you mentioned that last night when like the quads were playing with the snares like it was a good balance of blend yeah. from quads and snares very good and then the layering from the bass on top was just very very well done for this point in the season before we move on we kind of kind of pooped on the, the split stuff but something I'm gonna praise here with them is that that bells or xylophone <laughs> yes. quad feature that is that might be my favorite moment of DCI right where now. Where they're they have the marching silos. So they have five. Are they pit members or is it battery members that? Put, I'm pretty sure they're the pit members. Okay, yeah, I'm, I am not 100, percent but I'm pretty sure. All right, well, either way, five members of the Cavaliers put on marching bell kits or is it xylos? Marching xylophone kits, and they go out on the field and play a feature with the quad line, and it it like lines up perfectly they're doing body with the quad line and stuff. Yeah, yeah. runs up and down the xylophone. They're like doing crossovers and stuff on the yeah, xylos. it's. And it's really cool moment. And it was kind of funny. My wife said this actually, uh, talking about like being innovative. It's like, ah, oh, tired of trying to find new ways to invent the activity. Just take something old and chop it up and make it cool again. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yes, that's basically that's what, what it they is. did. And well, throwing back to the old school marching bells marching and bells percussion. And next thing you know, they'll have marching timpani out there again. Oh God, I feel poor. Sorry for that poor soul. My back just hurt thinking about that. But uh, yeah, that's a cool moment. And it's, it's it's fun. It's probably I haven't seen every single show yet, but that is my favorite moment so far of any anything I've seen. Yeah. And the only shows I haven't seen yet are Vanguard and Cadets and Blue Knights. Those are the only three top group shows I haven't okay. seen on the field yet. I've seen I haven't seen Cadets full show actually, but I've seen the others. Yeah. All right. So the winner of the Minnesota show last night, uh, the Blue Devils, the Blue Devils. Dreams and Nighthawks, I think is the show title. Whatever the heck that means. Whatever. Uh, I think you made the comment last night that they are moving a lot more. Yes. There's well, more... Especially the front half of the show. Yeah. Uh, the back front, half. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to push, to push themselves too far. You don't want to break a sweat. Yeah, we don't want to... Can't lose any weight this summer, I mean. <laughs> but... No, they, we're just... No, the first half of the show, I legitimately looked over at him and said, they're moving and playing more than they did last year by far. Well, the opening... Like set is like the whole core is in that arc, and they just like kind of sprint towards the middle and yeah. jazz running, moving pretty quickly, so, and, and they're playing while they're doing it, which yeah. is good to see. Um, they are still dirty, but they always are, and now uh, we know why. Thanks but, to Ryan, but Ellis. they always are early season. Um, they they mantras basically we will peak at the end. Um, some of the stuff they played. Great. I think it's very challenging. There's they have so a much space. Book. They have um, a hard book this very year. Very hard book. Especially because I don't think they had as many returning members, even though you still have talent, of course. They always draw talent. It's the Blue Devils. Um, but they didn't have as many returning members, especially in the quads and uh, snare line, I don't believe. Yeah, like some of the stuff you're like, man, this is going to be really good. I, I like the Blue Devils drumline this year. I can't say that every year. Um, but I do like the, the arranging and stuff that they have going on. But man, some of the stuff in the closer was 
dirt. That drum solo. Oh man, it was really oh, dirty. Was filthy last it night. was real nasty. Whew. But I bet they've probably played it played it as a drum line on the field like ten times total this season at <laughs> All this the point. Shows. <laughs> Basically the shows. Um so yeah, I'm no. looking forward to seeing that at the end. Right now it's still pretty raw. Um And but, uh, do you think that the core the core sounded great? Dude, they they always play do. jazz so well. Yeah. They just you can listen to their shows like this one and then last year's and just kind of close your eyes and like melt away into the jazz. They have solid performers. They always have great soloists. Um, yeah, it's just a fun show to listen to. Jazz, swing. Yeah, I'm a fan. No one else can pull their shows off the way they do and no. their style. They no. definitely have that. I'm definitely, I'm definitely a fan of them this summer and I feel like I've said that about like eight cores so far. Like it's just, it's a really good year for drum core. It's very much so. We're either going to see because of so many drum lines being good. Like let's also, so BD is going to be really good. Crown's really good. Cavies are really good. The blue coats will be up there. Um, cadets. Cadets are really good. Boston. Boston's really good. There's six. Blue Knights are really good. Blue Knights are really good. You read, what I want to see from a, and we're going to talk about some of those groups here in a minute that I just mentioned that we haven't discussed yet, but what I want to see is a dogfight. I want to look at the recaps from shows every night and be like, oh, well, hell, heck, the cadets beat this guy, these guys tonight in drums, this guy, or BD won drums tonight, Cavaliers won drums the next night, but what, oh, Vanguard's good too. That's eight. Yeah. Eight. And so what I feel like is probably going to happen, because I have zero faith in the DCI judging community, um, is basically... We're just going to have BD winning every show and then Vanguard right behind them. And then we're going to have a dogfight for third. I don't know. Because when every group is that good, that name recognition and history comes into play even more. Well, but like all those groups have like one, like everybody you've listed except for Blue Knights. Blue Knights and then like Blue Coats and Crown have one drum trophy. So they have the name. I know, but I just have a feeling that it. I really hope it's a dogfight, and like every night, a different group, every regional, a different group is winning percussion. But I have a feeling I, it might devolve into it might be because also just beats everybody every time. You can look at some judges to like and see the name and be like, uh, this person might have this group up tonight. <laughs> in my mind, though, in my <laughs> mind, though, I'm gonna really enjoy watching all the regionals each weekend yeah. coming up here in a couple weeks when San Antonio happens, and just enjoying it. Yeah. What other summer can you think of where there's been eight percussion sections that are all just like coming out swinging in early July? I don't know. Usually there's like four at most. If even that. If that. So that was the Minnesota Regional. Correct. Um, The the other show we didn't see was... The uh, night before, I think, Clifton, New Jersey. Well, there was also one. Yeah. There was another one last night, too, that had like Crown, Bluecoats, Boston, Cadets, um... Hold on, let me pull that one up. And then I think Bluecoats won that show. Overall? Overall. Bluecoats have a good show this year. But they were fourth in percussion. It was... In, it was That's not going to Crown in first, Crusaders in second, percussion, Cadets third, Bluecoats fourth, and then Spirit, Music City, Jersey Surf. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Where do we start? Bluecoats? We'll start with Crown, the easy ones. Crown? Okay. Crown. I'm so excited for Crown. All, all, all the same staff. Consistency, consistency, consistency. I think that was the name of their game last year. They were just so consistent. And I think that's going to carry over into this in this season. And 
well, initially when I first, like I saw the movie theater premiere and then saw some really early season lot videos, I actually texted Evan and said, I don't think their book's hard enough again this year. But we saw some more more recent videos last night, I guess. You get to see different points of the show. And, and they've also added on their closer now. Yeah. And finally. so I look. I was like, oh, okay, they're, it's actually a lot harder than I thought it was initially. Because their book came off to me the fir- on the first read as a little harder than last year, but probably still not difficult enough to win a drum trophy. But And their front ensemble's better this year. A correct. lot better than they were last year. Correct. So I, And the book is a lot harder than I thought it was on first read. So I think they're, they, did a, they did everything they needed to do from last year to set themselves up for success this year. A little bit more, a little bit more stuff in there. A little there. more beef in there, and uh, they're playing well again too. Yeah, which is exciting. Um, they play some really awesome high rolls. I love it. Oh man, there's some rolls in that show, like big beefy eighth note triplet or fivelet rolls or whatever that are just to their eyeballs, and it's just the quality is. The hands are soft, but the velocity is there. It's filling up the sound. It's great. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh, second in that show, Boston. Boston is good. They play so many notes. So many notes. But it's still... I don't think their consistency is great yet. There's some lots I've, I've seen videos of them where it's just like, dang, that was nails. Really good. And then you, the next rap, you're like, whoops. It's almost like the density of notes is so high that if you don't jump on that running train from the very get-go and you're out it's and you're a little off and it's a little gray, it's really hard. You don't really have many opportunities to make that tiny adjustment try to catch back without up. potentially making it really bad as yeah. opposed to making the slight adjustment to fix it and get back in that sound. So I don't like this. I, I still don't like the snare drum tuning. It's really dry. It's kind of boxy. Very boxy. Uh, their quads sound great. Yeah. Their quad line plays really well too. Yeah. Uh, and we said this last night too. I'm waiting for Colin to write more like he did at Glassman. In 2002, I feel like it's like give me a little bit more dynamic contrast. I something I haven't been a fan of McNutt's writing in the past. Some of the clips ever. of them, it's just like I feel like I'm being yelled at the whole time. Yes, like I appreciate a great battery ram, bring it on, but I also need a little 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 delicacy here and there. Let my ears rest for a second. Yeah. <laughs> but they definitely have better hands this year. Obviously, they drew more talent in the drumline yeah. than they did last summer. Last summer, they had a hard book, but I don't think they had the hands to play it yep. uh, super great. Yep. This year, they definitely have more talent to uh, pull off what they're what he's giving them. Text Zach Schlicker and tell him to tune the drums a little less dry. <laughs> I don't think he's tuning them at all. But oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think he does that. Uh, third, Cadets. Dude. Yeah. I don't understand... There's that. This is the snare line that I was gonna say might be up there with the cabbies, dude. That video we watched last night was nails the entire time. I think the thing that separates the Cavaliers and the Cadets is that the Cavaliers play with a better expressive quality. Like they have a more broad dynamic range than the Cadets. Cadets are really good, and they probably. I think now they're kind of creeping up the ladder. Like the beginning year, they were getting crapped on at drums. I was like, what is going on? Like, I haven't seen their pit yet. I was like, is their pit holding them back? Like, the drum line sounds great. What is going on? Bass line's good. The quad line seems a little weak. Quad's a little. They're fine, but it, I don't know if it's. They're good, but they're definitely not the best ba- section in the battery. No, they're probably the worst. <laughs> yeah. The snares um, and basses are very, very good. Um, but I think that the Cavaliers, in my opinion, still. Better snare line. Maybe. 
The so. splits, man, take them down a notch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cadets but yeah, are... Cadets are really good. I think now, and they're the actually shows they're playing with like what appears and sounds like to be more more touch. They're not, cadets yeah, they're not choking off. Um, yeah, the stick, there's a lot more finesse going on when they're playing the drum than I feel yeah. like historically the cadets have played with. I like it. Um, they are good. There's no other way to put it. Yeah. Like if, if they, and again, there's, there's probably eight really good groups. If they don't finish well, like, okay, it was just a year where there was so many groups that were good, but... I don't think it'll be like last year where I well, felt like they got eighth or something got, in progression yeah. or seventh or that was absurd too. I don't think it'll be like last year where they finished and I felt like they got slighted or jilted or whatever you want to call it. But if they finish low again this year, it's just because there were that many good groups, probably. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, time will tell. And then fourth place of the show last night, the Blue Coats, the Blue Coats. So the Blue Coats are getting dogged right now, pretty much at every show they go to. They got fourth at that show to all three of those groups we just talked about. And They've been in the third, fourth at those shows the last couple, I think, run-ins. And I don't know if it's because they're getting dogged or if it's deserved. I mean, See, I don't know. I, I saw that tour premiere in movie theaters, and I expected them, like they have the last couple of years, to be, you know, everyone's dirty that first show. Yeah. Everybody is. It's just the nature of the activity. But they actually surprised me, and were cleaner coming out of spring training than I feel like they have been the last couple of years. So I was like, oh, crap, this is this is cool. This is awesome to see. And something I also noticed was Rarick has written really, really difficult books in 16 and 17. Probably the hardest books of the summer, the past two years. I don't think anyone did stuff harder than they were trying to do that I can think of. Yeah. And so it seemed like... I could argue that. The clarity might have been a result of the book is still difficult, especially as I've seen more lot videos and other things in the previous three weeks. It seems like he dialed back the difficulty a little bit. I think giving them a much better chance of achieving that, achieving what's presented to them. I still think that their low end quality is suspect. Suspect. Yeah. Mm. I think. So. I think this year has been a step in the right direction to fix the ailments that they've dealt with the last couple years. Yeah, their blend is still a little wonky, so that probably makes stuff a little gray when you're talking about full battery blend. What's promising me about what you just said there is, and we were discussing this previously, their 6 to 9 range, that middle height range, sounds great. This is from a snare drum and quad perspective. Yeah. Um, That sounds great. Their bass drums are sick. Their bass line is... Filthy good. Very good. Uh... But that, that middle height range, the 6 to 9, anything in there they play sounds pretty good. Very blended. It's, it's consi- probably because like, that's how they consistent. play all their exercises. Maybe. <laughs> Everything's 6 but to 9. that's a problem you can overcome pretty easily. Like if your high end is a little bit suspect and your low end is a little suspect, but you have that beefy middle ground, there's you can remedy that. You know what I mean? You can. They're not dead in the water. Like they, I think they have every possibility with the staff they've got to be able to to overcome that and be phenomenal by the end of the season. So they're fourth at that show. I mean, they definitely have an uphill battle right now in the percussion section. They're fourth at that show, and then I think that probably Blue Devils and Vanguard and Cavaliers all are better at this point, too. So they're probably sitting like six to seven range. Possibly, yeah. In percussion, which uh, is not probably where they want to be. Especially but in a- there's a lot of time. There's a lot of summer left. A lot of summer. It's like, what, five weeks still? Six? Five or six, something like that. Yeah, so plenty of time, and I think they have every capability because they obviously always have talent. 
Their staff's been around the block multiple times. Um, I think they have a more achievable look this year. Uh, be interesting to see what they end up doing over the, over the next few weeks. Uh, the only other groups that weren't at shows last night, the big hitters were like Vanguard, uh, BK. Blue Knights are throwing down this year. Dude, their, I feel like their low-end quality is not suffering. <laughs> I feel like I'm just a broken record today. Just Everyone's getting on this podcast and just hearing us go, this group's great. This group's great. Well, I would love to praise people. I, I know. Uh, Blue Knights, we talked about Kids them. are working hard. I mean, I don't want to... I don't know if this was this was intentional, but the first thing we noticed, there was a lot of video, it was from like two days ago or something we watched. Maybe July 3rd or something. Yeah, whatever. Something. And the biggest thing we both immediately noticed was, well, obviously there's a... I feel like they're cleaner right now than they were at finals last year. Possibly. There's a really good chance that's the case with them. And it almost... And we harped and harped and harped on... And debated whether the amount that that group, quote unquote, performs and emotes when they play, could affect that level of clarity. And it seems like, and I don't know if it was just it's it's been a natural effect of the the different group of kids in the group this year, or if the staff has made a conscious decision and effort to tone, to dial it back. But they seem like they are emoting a little less, and that the slight difference might have nothing to do with the clarity increase or it could have everything to do with it yeah there's so many variables it could just be these kids are better gelling, to, gelling together better yeah. they're playing together better but it definitely feels like when i watch them play this year's book that there are definitely more longer periods of time where they're just very strict and technical and just really dialed in and mm-hmm. um Man, that might have stuff part to do with the drill too. Like they don't hold as much; they're not doing as much body movement. But yeah. they still go after it in some of those big moments. But it's not quite as like maybe technical and intricate in the hands, and you can just kind of feel free to to play through the drum and just let the arm slide. But they play crescendo triplet rolls that just warms my soul. I oh love it God. so much. They're easily the most dynamic group. We said the Cavaliers have play with great dynamics. Blue Knights play more dynamically. Well, play more. Play better. They play good. We're in Kentucky here. You play drums good. Yeah. Um, I can't talk today. They're high end and low end. The diversity and dynamic range is just the, very There was very, one phrase where good. they played like a big open eighth note five-lit roll, and they just like played it up to their eyeballs, and then they switched to 16th notes, which is a subtle rhythmic change already, and they play like a, it's just singles, but the first two are at the height of the five-lit roll, and the bottom just drops out, and they just bolt to the edge, the gut edge, yeah. and like the the most blended, crispy three inch taps you've ever heard. And it happens so drastically that like it's like they just pull the rug right out from under you, and that's that sucks you in, man. Oh, you're just we, like we listening to this high majestic roll, and all of a sudden the bottoms out, and you're at the low dynamic level, and you're just like oof. And it, it no, Tasty. Dick, it's so so good. We, we we rewound and rewatched that phrase probably five times. And that is hard, man. I'm not sure. Yeah. I've ever had to do anything like that. I haven't. I never did. So good for those. Kudos guys. to them. I think they're going to be very happy at the end of the season. Uh, I guess the last group, the big name would be Vanguard, which I have seen some of them. Um, I caught a part of their show one night, but I've seen some videos here and there. I think Vanguard's going to be good, but I'm not jumping on the hype train just yet. Yeah, I'm not I'm not on board. Last year, I think everybody jumped on the hype train, and then I saw them in the finals a lot last year, and I was like... Was not super impressed. This is our Fred Sanford candidate for this year. Like, but again, everyone was kind of suspect last year. Yeah, but 
I don't know, you see a group who wins like prelims night, semis night, and you go watch them in finals, and you like hear them ticking like triplet rolls very terribly. You're like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, so I'm not j- jumping on the hype train. Granted, this is that's a... pretty unfair to judge this year based on last year. Yeah, it's totally a different ballgame. I just, I don't know. I'm hesitant. I'm waiting to cast judgment yeah. till later in the season. Yeah, get some more. I need some more evidence. Something <laughs> Something I will say is I don't... I'm not going to say he didn't do it. <laughs> a little reference uh, to didn't. Chappelle there. <laughs> um, I... This is not my favorite Rennick book. Usually I am a fan of Rennick's writing. I've liked way more of his books than I haven't. And I, I'm not sold on... Now, I, again, it might fit perfectly with the show on the field... But just watching them play standing still in the lot, some of it seems a little hokey. They have like that jam section. I I'm sure that fits like with what the horn line's doing. Kind of, but yeah, it really not even does that. A great job like, it just doesn't very thematically and musically. So it seems very samey. But if that's a word, but samey. I need to get some more info on this show. Uh, it's called like Babylon. I don't know what it's about. If it's about like. Blade Runner or something. I'm not sure. Well, also, shout out to, I think, the first female that's ever been in a Paul Rennick snare line, as far as I'm concerned, that I can think of. Yeah, I, I can't think of any that... I don't... I don't think... I can't recall back to Phantom Years of there being a... I don't think he's ever had a... When he was there, or the other Vanguard Had lines. a female in a snare line of his. Unless... Yeah. So good for know. her breaking Unless the mold. Unless somebody... Kn- yeah. Good, good for, for her. her breaking the mold. She's drumming. She's throwing down. Um, so um, what do you think... How do you, how do you think this is going to shake out? I, I, Dude, well, so I posted online the other day. My I think my top three. I'll give a, a three front runners for percussion right now. Um, in my opinion, are Crown, Cavaliers, and Blue Devils. Probably in that order right now for me. One, two, three. Crown, Cavies, BD are my three front runners for best percussion section. I want to say Blue Knights is up there, but I know the fact that they're the Blue Knights is going to hurt them. Well, they're not going to go on late enough. That's what I mean. They're going to go on too early. The fact that they're the Blue Knights is, is going to hurt them like it does for any group that has a phen- phenomenal drum line that has to perform with before seven other groups. Um, the cadets are great. I just don't... I think it's going to be the same thing. I, I don't think that... I haven't uh, seen anything that their front ensemble is doing yet either. My safe bet, my top three is probably the same as your top three. You just said, I don't know if the order is the same. I might... I might move BD move to the top, top, to the top of that. I don't think Vanguard's in the top three right now. I don't think they are. I don't think... Everybody's I mean, hyping him. They're right. in that, like, yeah. four, five, six range to me right now. And... And we think about four, five, six, that's crazy, too. You're thinking Boston, like, kind of blue coats. Cadets, and cadets blue coats. And Vanguard, somewhere in there. Like, blue Knights, like... Those groups are all very good. So, I don't know what... I want to see... It. I, I do re- not envy uh, judges this year. I re- well, you don't... I mean, it shouldn't course, be hard. It shouldn't be hard. It like, should whoever be a dog pick, fight. Yeah, it whoever be, you pick, you hey, should be like, tonight, they played the best tonight. This group, all these five groups that are here at the show that are top groups, have great books, great great music, they're all difficult. Well, this group ticked more than that group, so this group's up tonight. Yeah, it should like, be a night-by-night night basis. Yeah, I mean, but I really just don't have faith in the judging community, and I I really think it's going to devolve. It's going to get political. Just get political, and you're going to see BD win a lot, even if they don't deserve to win that show. Uh, same with Vanguard, just because they're like Vanguard BD and Blue Devils. Drums over Cavaliers last, last night. night, and I don't and think that's accurate. 
not for this point in the you season. You were talking about the, the recap, and you said that the judge, I don't remember his name, but he... Oddsmore, I believe, was on the field. He had Blue Devils, he had Cavaliers ahead of BD in content. In content. And BD had a Cavaliers in achievement, which is clarity. Which seemed, and I think that's completely backwards. Yeah, I would switch that. BD was doing harder stuff, but was not as clean as the Cavaliers. No, we're close. No. So I don't and, know if he was out of position in the benefit of the doubt that BD gets sometimes played yeah. a role, but but Cavaliers were definitely way cleaner last night. Yeah, they I were. Think the, they should have won that show last night in drums and percussion. Yeah, me too. Agreed. So. Uh, I guess, let's see here. Really, the only couple Can we things. talk uniforms yeah, real quick we, we, before we wrap this thing up? We'll talk uniforms. We kind of pretty much already hit on how competitive it is this season overall, but uniforms. Who has crappy uniforms? Let's go. Everybody. Um, Everyone. Uh, Vanguard, I think those uniforms, they look good on the field, but I think they're stupid. Um, BK, Blue Knights, they look like purple, the purple people eaters. I don't know. Um, Boston. Boston are terrible. Terrible. Scouts are terrible. Scouts are terrible. Uh, Blue Stars. Awful. Awful. Um, Phantoms are pretty cool. Despite I don't mind Phantoms. The hood is fine. Um, let's see. Blue Devils uniforms are fine. Blue Devils are fine. The uh, cadets are pretty weird. I like the cadets, though. Uh, I think They're still weird. They're weird. They're different, but... Dude, I like the fact that they have like a traditional kind of like Shaco hat. I think that makes it so much cleaner if you have like oh yeah a hat. Uh, oh, blue night or blue coats uniforms. I think are they're just like wearing suits with like purple shirts. Yeah. I, I don't like those either. Um, yeah, there's a lot of bad uniforms. Stop making drum corps winter. And last year we talked Stop. about how maybe it would just reach a point like a tipping point where we go so far. Off the spectrum that eventually it like reverbs back. Apparently we haven't reached that spectrum yet. Dude. The end of that spectrum because it just got worse this year than it was last year. And it's not even about... Crown's uniforms are pretty crazy too. Yeah, they're pretty wild. But to me it's not even about it not being traditional uniform. It's just about it being a bad uniform. Like I don't care that it's not a traditional militaristic... Like that doesn't bother me as much as you look at it and be like, that's... That like that would be a bad indoor uniform. Bottom line, just stop stop trying to make drum corps w winter guard international. I think some of the I think some of the groups have done a good mix. Like you look at groups like uh, the Cavaliers or the Crossmen or the Blue Devils, yeah, and they still have like hints of traditional mixed in with like the sleeveless or the lighter tops or the thematic tops, and it it looks good on the field. Yep, and it's not like so far removed. Yep. Like I would love to have drummed in a sleeveless oh, yeah. thing like the Blue Devils do where they have like the sleeve like the basketball style 100% sleeve. 100%. But, yeah, man, it's just it's it's not Winter Guard International. <laughs> Stop. And some of them are super not flattering for yeah. some of these people like mm, I think you should uh not a good choice. Tuck some stuff in there. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Ruthless. Ruthless. Well, I mean it is what it is. You want to look good on the field. So, Correct. Um, we talked about the uniforms. There's a lot, yeah, of, singing. Wanna, there's a lot of singing and voiceovers this year. There's a which, lot of voiceovers. I, I, I was jaded by it, by the sixth group that I saw last last night. The live singing, to me, is just such an unnecessary Blue risk. Coats are doing it better than Crown did last year with the vocalist. Because they have a jazz show, and it fits pretty well. 
Okay. The Bluecoats vocalist does not bother me that much. Crown's vocalist last year bothered me. All the, a lot of the voiceover stuff this year bothers me because it's just like, it's just unnecessary to me. You run such a risk of singing. Singing live is insanely hard. Like people who get paid millions of dollars still don't do it well on a night to night basis. You're yeah. Like, oh, there's a bad video of this pop artist singing live tonight. It's like, oh, great. And they just come out and say they had the sniffles. And like the people that are singing live in these shows are kids. Yeah. Who probably don't sing in that big of venues very often. Probably not. So it's it's a challenge, and a lot of times it just, I don't know, doesn't suit my eardrums. Nope, 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 nope. But especially when you're talking about the blend of the human vocal contrasting, like, the brass and, like, the, ah. Gotta look, gotta weigh the, you have to weigh the risk-reward. Yeah. And see if it, is it worth it? In the words of Brian Mason, is it worth it? <laughs> is it worth it? Is it really worth it? Uh, all right. Well, I, I think that's all we wanted to hit. Yeah, we got uh next weekend. There's the Kentucky Kentucky show, show where we'll get to see a couple groups. We're I going know, to that. I know Blue Coats and Crown will be there for sure. Yep. I'm not sure who else. I think those are the only two like big dogs probably will be at that show. That's unfortunate, but that's yeah. okay. Oh well, we'll see that. And then the very next weekend, we need to call Ben again and see if he wants to do a cookout at his place again for San Antonio, San Antonio. like we did last year. What weekend is that? The twenty first? Um, Something like that. I think so. It's the weekend after next. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, because it was fun last year, and we'll hit, it. We'll hit him up. It'll basically, say that the first regional is going to line up perfectly uh, two weeks after this one goes up. So it'll keep us on, get us back on with that two, every two week schedule, and it should be good. I'm excited. This summer is really good. It's really fun. I'm excited. Like every few days to get on the internet and try and find new lot videos and check the scores and everything last year i just really didn't care that much yeah yeah <laughs> last year i was like all right well they're all whatever yeah the shows are whatever although i will say this the shows this year i don't think coincide with my excitement for the drum lines and the percussion sections that's a fair statement like a lot of the shows like i feel like i'm more excited to see the performances like the good brass lines and the good percussion sections than I am to see the actual shows. The shows, I'm just like, eh, whatever. These themes don't make sense to me. But the groups are good. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where I stand. Yep. But. Cool. All right. Well, let's close this sucker out. I'll remind you all again, please subscribe, follow, like, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, again, a reminder, we're starting the process to get on iTunes. So hopefully by the end of the summer, at the latest, you'll be able to start um, li- listening to, t- to us two idiots. I cannot talk today. You can listen to us without having to have it open in YouTube. <laughs> Correct. So. Correct. So, yeah, we will we'll see everybody in two weeks after San Antonio. Peace.